0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2, on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app.
1: Planting legs deployed.
0: Again through the fog, but at least a little bit more clearly this time. Falcon 9 has landed, at landing zone 1, back at Vandenberg Air Force Base. All right, that was the sound yesterday of three Canadian satellites uh, being successfully launched into orbit to kick off a new mission to survey Canada's north. The Falcon 9 rocket took off from the Vandenberg Air Force Base in California. A few minutes after takeoff, SpaceX, yeah, that's uh, Elon Musk's uh, space uh, company, they confirmed in a tweet that the first stage landed successfully on a landing pad northwest of Los Angeles. It's all part of launching new Canadian satellites. Let's check in now with Kat Kelly, an astronomer at the HR McMillan Space Center, about this one. Hi, Kat. Hi. Thanks very much for coming on. Can you tell me about these satellites and uh, this project called the Radarsat satellites, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. So there's there's three of them, um, and they're all going to orbit around the Earth at set distances from one another. And what that allows is um, continuous monitoring of Canada's territory and the Arctic and also about 90% of the Earth's surface. Um, What we're going to do is we'll have pictures daily of Canada's territory. And then maybe like four times a day, we can take snapshots of other parts of the Earth. And what's helpful for that is it means that we can do long-term tracking. We can see changes by having daily pictures. Um, We'll be able to observe changes over time.
0: Okay, how did the launch go? It, all, it sounded successful there in that short clip that we heard. Did it all go yeah. well?
1: Yeah, it went very, very smoothly. Um, SpaceX used a reusable rocket to send them up. So, yeah, really exciting stuff.
0: So the, the rocket goes up, launches the satellites, and then the rocket comes back down. That's right, yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. So we have three satellites up in the air. Are they all operating the way they expected to operate so far?
1: Yeah, so I believe they, they have... Certain, uh, like an altitude to get to, and then a distance between each other. And once they're stable, they'll just um, continue orbiting around the Earth and send us those pictures.
0: Okay, what are we expected to learn from these uh, new satellites?
1: So, one of the really interesting things is that by taking pictures and sort of surveillance of the surface of the earth, we can track for changes. So, things like this is really going to help us with researching climate change, um, seeing how the land changes. So, whether that's um, because of human activity or agriculture or anything like that, forestry, then we can monitor these ecosystems and see how they change over time. Um, it's also, there is some maritime surveillance, so they can actually track ships, um, which will help us. Uh, things like natural disasters or maybe emergencies out at sea—they'll be able to help with response and recovery for disasters like that as well.
0: Okay, this is a 1.2 billion dollar uh, program. Um, we already had satellites up there, though, right? I mean, why did we need new ones? And are, are these? How are these ones different from the ones we already had up there?
1: Yeah, so there was one. There's actually one still up there called RadarSat Two, um, and so that can offer some images, but um, it doesn't have the recognition software for ships, so that that maritime observation isn't available with Radarsat 2, and it doesn't cover as much of the earth as this new satellite does. Um, So satellites have a lifetime of about seven years, or these ones in particular, and so what's important is to, as we learn from something like Radarsat, the previous one, what we need, and as technology like AI and computer chips improve, then, and also our demands for information, right? We, we really want to start focusing on things like climate change and monitoring that. Um, so our demands have changed. And so the next generation satellite has been demanded of us. And uh, that's what we've sent up.
0: Okay, pretty exciting uh, development for, for Canada. Are, is this like Canadian technology? Or do we got we to gotta buy all these satellites from someone else? Or can we build this stuff ourselves?
1: Yeah, no, this is Canadian technology. So MDA cool. is um, one of the largest companies that helped to build, like, with the design, the construction, the testing. Most of it was done in Quebec, uh, Winnipeg, and some other areas. But, I mean, there's MDA all over the country. Um, and so in the end, I think maybe roughly about 300 people would have worked just on constructing these satellites. So um, all about most of the Canadian provinces would have played a role in the project.
0: Very exciting stuff. When do we uh, start expecting to get information from these satellites and actually putting it to use?
1: Um, So I think we are going to be looking at maybe a few weeks for things to, uh, to get like those regular images. But I presume that the Canadian Space Agency will be putting the first image that they get on their website very soon. So you can keep an eye out for that.
0: Kat, thanks for coming on and telling us about it. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Kat Kelly, astronomer with the H.R. McMillan Space Center, on the successful launch yesterday of three new Canadian satellites using the SpaceX rocket. That went uh, pretty much without, uh, off without a hitch uh, yesterday.